There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com. BBQ.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98 KUPD. There you go. Thank you very much. Silence the voice. It is. I'm still getting uh, all the emails of people saying this damn thing. Now it's started. Now it's gone backfire. It's too many. Some good ones, though. Uh, Rick Boersma. Boersima. Boasema, Rick B. says Burisma, uh, the Joe Biden Bors- electrical company. Borsema. <laughs> Rick B. I say, uh, I know you're talking about movies, but here's an example from television where the bad guy or your hero doesn't make it. Says, uh, listen to me, Frosty the Snowman. Now hear me out. <laughs> he melts and says he'll be back the next winter, right? Well, if every snowflake is unique, then it's not the same Frosty. It's a reanimated Frosty, and that doesn't count. That's very true. You can go with that. Man, this guy thought way too deep He's right, this though. One. I know he is. Frosty dies. Frosty dies. Got a couple on uh, text. I don't know if I want to keep doing it. Go ahead. Uh, John, are you familiar with the term Asinile, or the, the movie <laughs> Asinilators? No, I'm not. Bad ending in That's that one. Somebody said every, every single... Uh, Version in blacked.com. Those women don't deserve that. I say they do. Any Lex Steele movie. I think Lex Steele's the hero and he makes it. We need to talk about Kevin doesn't exactly end on a high note. Boy, that's true. We need to talk about Kevin. Is Is there a hero in that? Hell yeah, there's a hero. Yeah. The good. Oh, yeah, that's very true. That's a tough one. You don't have kids. You're thinking about having kids, but you're not sure. Watch that movie. Because it'll stop you cold in your tracks. Oh, it says, by the way, guys, in the second Rambo, he just walked off. Walked off into the sunset so that in the third, they had to go to some other country to find him. They had to track him down. Because they were still trying to arrest him. Yeah. Right. They in the third? In they the were third, still trying to arrest him? In the third one they were after, and now he's a fugitive. He helped them on his work furlough of killing people for the – So that's why he walked off in the, the second. I guess you're right. He didn't yeah. fight and earn his freedom. Well, he earned his freedom. He just left before like anything could be official, and they, they were worried because he could spill the beans on what they had done with this black operation. Rogue One from a Star Wars fan didn't exactly end on a high note. That's true. Didn't see it. <laughs> didn't that's see it. True. Rogue One's no. really good. Don't it's, care. It's, one of, it's one of the few yeah, that they've that's done. It. I'm a Jay Cutler on that. It was a really good one. All the rest have stunk. 
something rotten. Somebody tried to tell me that Han Solo movie's good. I didn't go to their house and burn it down. It's awful. Is it bad? Young Han Solo, terrible, terrible movie. It's it's uh it's nostalgia. They even, it was it must oh, have been terrible because when I oh, when I terrible. saw it the first time I thought it's all right. Yeah, but you like every movie. I know, but uh, <laughs> I don't take I got the second time. Did you? It, you watched it, it twice. Tried. Jesus, I couldn't get through the first time. It's it's just you know you get chewy, cute. Uh, the mother of dragons. Yeah, the, the Glover's pretty good as Lando Junior. Yeah, it's it's it reminded me when the Flintstones had kids. I cried. <laughs> it, it's just like, hey, it's or, or little Fred. You know right. when they did the when they did the Flintstones and they drew the his children. Kind of the small yeah, ones. it was like, what are we doing? We're going back to when they're young, and this is dumb. I just uh, it kind of made me mad that they made Lando Calrissian a objectophile, and I didn't think <laughs> yeah, that. he liked bone stuff. <laughs> It John was, would have, uh, he about, was though. He would have done all of that. What and about plus, that's a little close to home because it's your daughter. And, yeah. <laughs> what about the professional? Leon didn't exactly get a good ah, ending in that one, and very then Gary true. Oldman walks off and fingers Natalie remember. Portman. That's true. I don't know. Why I saw that I part of it, but I, I remember. Was there a professional too? <laughs> this is the ultimate one, and it'll end the argument. Scott Haynes nailed it. And he goes, "No movie has ever had the antihero walk off scot free." And the real heroes lose more than the people versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> That's so true. Case closed. That's not even just movie. That's just real life where the antihero walks out and wins. The guys, I don't know if you were rooting for O.J. or not. I doubt it, but pretty solid. There's a bunch of them, uh, a ton of them. To let him die in L.A.? I don't remember that one, but apparently the guy gets shot in the face at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a good movie. I don't remember it. Is that Kurt Russell? I don't remember. No, To Live and Die in L.A. is Willem Dafoe. uh, I don't remember that at all. um, The guy that did Manhunter, it was in the first CSI, William... uh, Billy Peterson? William Peterson. How about this one? Everybody calls him Billy. Why is that? Did you golf with Billy Peterson? His brother flopped. Oh, that's right. He golfed with his brother, so he got real close to the family. Yeah. Is this like the Custom Cordia again? Oh, oh, yeah. I was watching a Baywatch Baywatch the other day, and and it made me upset. it was the first season, Parker Stevenson walks on this boat and he's talking to somebody and laying down, tips his cap, and looks up. It's Rex Lynn. And I'm like, oh, God, Brady would be doing backflips right now. He had he bothered that guy while he was eating dinner once. And Sexy Rexy? Yeah. Brady saw Rex Lynn at a steakhouse in Oklahoma and went over and bothered him. <laughs> and then they became best friends and he knows all of his movies. Saw him yesterday in Tin Cup. Yeah, he was. And what he was, a role. He had an amazing role in Tin Cup. <laughs> Just about as big as my role in Tin Cup. <laughs> yeah. uh, and how about this one, Bert? How do we not think of this? The ultimate movie where the good guys don't win in the end. Uh, or the people you were rooting for. The Bad News Bears. The damn Yankees uh, win the championship. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Damn it. And even in Major League in the first one, they lose. No, they made it to the. No, they made it to the. They, oh, that's they right. They never the say playoffs. they yeah, made it yeah. to the World Series. Right. Yeah. That's right. That you learn that later in yeah. the next one that they got bounced in the next series. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. But the Bad News Bears is a great one. That's true. Because they Man. get coached. You're rooting and rooting and rooting for the Bad News Bears, and in the end, they don't win anything. Wait till next year, Yankees. Shove it up your ass. Basically, is what Tanner <laughs> says. You take your trophy and shove it up your ass. Yeah, Yankees. You wait till next year. Lupus gets the beer poured on him and. We got a game next week against the Athletics. What does that mean, our man? It's bad news for them Athletics. You're goddamn right. <laughs> what are you doing in this tree, our man? Get out of here, buttermaker. Get your crack ass out of here. No reason to bring race into it. <laughs> it's 
such a great movie. Oh, when he climbs a tree with Ahmed. Get your crack ass out of here. No reason to bring race into it, Ahmed. <laughs> I'm going to watch that today for no reason. I'm going to take some heroin and I'm going <laughs> to do that. How about the Joker? Oh, yeah. He makes it, though. He's that again. The quest of the movie. Right. You're, you're missing the point a little bit. Right. The quest of the movie can follow a bad path, but the person we're following doesn't meet his end goal. He's stymied, which means that the foil of the film, the person that's trying to stop your lead character, wins. Seven's a great example of that. Yeah. Anyway, stop it, everybody. Quit it. The foil of our lives right now is Megan Rapino. I don't know if anybody's noticed this. Did you see her big speech yesterday? I did not. Right. No. I knew it was she, happening. White House, Biden yeah. was there. I don't know what he's going to do about this because it's just basically economics. So I did come up with a new plan. What? I just going to say, I missed it just like a lot of her penalty kids. <laughs> Brady taking a shot at Thank her you. skills. Thank you. All right. <laughs> basically, she's out there screaming that because the women's team has won, this, she's been doing this for years. Now she's at the White House, and Biden stood by and was like, yeah, I'm all – because it's National Equal Pay Day. I thought it was Philly Cheesesteak Day. (laughs) That's what we celebrated. Yeah, that's what we celebrated. But she went up and said, for the exact same job I do, the men get paid this much and I get paid this much. It devalues me. And we've been at the pinnacle of – and then Biden went on and said, it's the best damn soccer team in all the world. They deserve equal this, and he was all pandering to them. And then it's just a simple matter of economics. Again – World Cup was a $3 billion event. Women's World Cup, $700 million. So if you just go by that, the other guys are going to get paid more. For instance, KUPD does very well. We make more money than KDKP. So they don't pay their staff like, they, like we get paid. They pay them all like Brett, which is <laughs> a shame and really pathetic. Oh, it is. They can't complain that they're doing the same job as us. Because they're not. And men's soccer has been around a lot longer because women's soccer wasn't allowed to be around for a long time. That's your real argument. Why were we held back? So you're, you're years behind, and the competition level for men as the U.S. team is much different because the European team, most of them are like 30 years ahead of the men's team in the United States. So we haven't been able to catch up to their progress. So that's why the men's U.S. soccer team doesn't win World Cups. They're not as competitive in a much more competitive way. 34 teams, I think, I maybe off on the number, were competing in Women's World Cup and like 197 men's teams for qualification. Like So every country in the world has a men's soccer team. So even getting into the World Cup is an accomplishment. The women's is basically if you can field the team, we're going to try to get you in there. Question? Go ahead. So is she looking for equal pay to the equal men? Equal pay straight across the board. Yes, Not because they've won championships. This is what the men are paid on. No, the revenue. Of if it's $3 percentages, billion. they actually make more than the men. If okay. you go by percentage of income, of seven hundred million of what's brought in revenue, yeah. yeah, they actually make more than the men. But I have a new plan: pay them the same as men, and do it off their own dime. No outside source funding. See if it can sustain itself when you pay the women what you pay the men. And watch U.S. women's soccer disappear. Because if she's smart, she'll look at the numbers and say, we can't sustain this. But why would they do that if they don't do that to the men? Because it's a, it's a, they bring in a ton more money. No, like no, no, their no. events, cost, they bring in a ton more money. Right. No, and I'm you're just talking, talking about straight your up plan. World Cup. I'm talking about World Cup. But that's, yeah. all, they're, that's all they play. Yeah. 
Nobody cares about friendlies with the women's team. If the women's team came here and played a friendly with Canada, no one would go. Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, they'd have to play Mexico. Right, you have to play Mexico, and only Mexicans would show up and root against them. Mm -hmm. So they're not the draw. So pay the Mexican team more. So is the Mexican team getting equal pay to you, American team? The Mexican girls, would you complain about that if you came here and Megan Rapinoe and the U.S. girls team played the Mexican team in some friendly and half the stadium is from Mexico and the other half is from here rooting for Mexico and it's like 75% Mex- That's the draw, but I guarantee the U.S. women's team gets paid more than the Mexican team does on a regular basis. I guarantee it. Another question. Go ahead, Brady. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, but isn't it, is it true that like a Megan Rapinoe mm-hmm. and maybe another, uh, two other players Carly like Lloyd. any team – will make more than her fellow teammates. Interesting point. I've never heard her say that because her recognition factor is much higher than many of her other teammates, that her endorsement packages have garnered her more money because of her play, doing the exact, same, doing the exact same job. Does she spread She's the wealth? Player. Does she, well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. But does she spread the wealth to her other teammates? Yeah, does she want it to be equal? Yeah, does she get paid more than her teammates? Yeah. Because if she does, then there's a there do, your argument is we do the exact same job. If that's the case, uh, then it should all be even. I mean, they bitch about that with college football. When the women started to complain about the weight room for NCAA basketball, and you're like, men's basketball, March Madness is a billion dollars. You guys don't even, I, don't, I would venture to guess women's NCAA basketball without help, you know, where they get subsidized money from something else to keep it afloat. Without that, I would venture to guess they might bring in 100 or 200 million. Tops. If that, through ratings and revenue. I would, that's a, that is a real big reach. But the men's NCAA March Madness is a billion dollars every year. So, of course, it's going to get more attention. And that's another argument. Those guys should get paid, too. But this women's soccer thing is just insane. And for her to stand in the White House and get the president of the United States to daughter around and then say something like, yeah, he doesn't, then you just don't understand basic economics. I don't understand economics. I understand the basics of it. I know that this show has a disparity of pay. Oh, does it ever? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. That's just the way it works. Trip makes more because he's the manager than other managers of stations in the city that aren't doing as well. They're doing the same job, but one's doing it better. The women win every year. They're winning over lesser competition. The men have a, a bigger hill to climb. They're not as good when you put them up against, you know, trophies. But that's the same as saying the Lakers. Do you think the Lakers have the same facilities as the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers? I, I tell you, they don't. I guarantee you the Lakers have high-end everything, and the Cavaliers struggle to get high-end everything. They get it. They can do it. But the Lakers will always have The Los Angeles Rams stadium is so much better than the Cardinals stadium, which is relatively new. That thing's only like 15 years old, and yeah. it's already obsolete compared to what's in Atlanta, Dallas, and L.A. You'll definitely hear that from the people that are running the stadiums and right. the Upper well, trying to get more money. To right, but should the NFL subsidize it. and go? Oh, do we the, pick that up? The Rams have so much more stuff than you. We're going to pay it so everybody. No, not everything's equal. Sorry, it's not equal. Your women's soccer is not equal. But didn't they try to? Uh, I mean, even it's a little different. But in the NFL back in the day when the DeBartolos owned the Forty ers weren't they uh, in trouble or scaling them back? Is like, look, you're giving them too good of equipment. Oh, when they started in with their stadium and their... Well, yeah, they, they were so doing everything. Money. That yeah. family 
wanted to just make not- sure the players get the best of the and the NFL didn't want to give anyone a, an edge over. Well, it's that the NFL doesn't really have a say because if they did, then poor teams would beg the NFL for. Something. They just didn't like the way they're making their money. Well, like, they didn't sell like, the team. The one thing they didn't. Well, that was the Debartolos when they right. Were, that's yeah, what I'm they saying. But uh, back then, you you talked about. I mean, the talk was San Francisco's facilities were unbelievable. Sure. Well, well yeah, they had earned it, and they were spending their own money. Yeah. No, nobody was giving it to them. They were they were getting it. And if the ladies want to go out and make their sport bigger than the men's sport, then go ahead. Good luck. And she's married to Sue Bird at the WNBA, who has to just be sitting there going, "Man, if Megan wins this argument." And I don't hear the one thing I don't hear WNBA players saying is we need to get paid the same as the men. They talk about percentages a little bit, but essentially they're like, "Look, if it wasn't for the NBA, this wouldn't even be a league. You guys keep your mouths shut." They give the NBA gives the teams extra money just to survive. This drives me nuts. Tennis would be a good example. Tennis is a good the example. The women's uh, product it's, started it's, to appeal. It's better, and they started getting a bigger paycheck. Yeah, based upon I think the revenue. Probably more. Female tennis players making a lot of money than there are men, but when the I mean you yeah. know there's probably like ten to four because the men's game is like four usually super dominant they probably make all the money yeah I and mean then, it's a t- and then yeah. there's a load of guys underneath that are kind of evened out the women's game but as far has a as viewership and following it's easier to watch the women's game's better than the men's game in tennis it's actual tennis yep they have Some, volleys sometimes there are if it's if it's a yeah serve in one stroke. But it's Point. just, yeah, I don't know where this thing ends. And that's the scary part is that if, you know, if it comes down to it, if you start making the argument that, you know, one dude who owns a church's chicken uh, is killing it and another dude who owns a church's chicken isn't, and he's like, well, I need to be paid equally to him. I'm doing the same job. Then you don't understand how business works. Your church's chicken isn't doing as well as his. For no, we make better chicken. So what? Sorry, nobody wants your chicken. This chicken seems to be winning. Your chicken, it is better. Better quality, you run a better restaurant. Don't understand why nobody's going, but nobody's going. They like this one more. It makes more money, so sorry. Oh, it drives me bananas. And she went on and on and on and all this pride and her purple hair and standing there telling everybody how wrong they are. And we, we are, you're not being dismissed. No, people pay so much attention to Megan Rapino. it's ridiculous. Nothing about her is being ignored or, or shuttered or pushed back. We listen to you constantly. And then basically they look at the books and go, oh, sorry, we can't afford to pay you what you think you're, you're worth. I think I'm worth about $20 million a year. If I went into Tripp's office and said, hey, I want $20 million a year, he'd be like, you're an idiot. Get out. <laughs> I'd, I'd love that. I do, the, I do the same job as Howard Stern. That's yeah. the, think of how, all the eyes that just rolled in cars. I see right 175 now. mil. Seriously. Yeah. Where's my $175 million in stock options? I do the same job. Do you understand it now? I, I do the same job. He does it differently, and the audience is massive. I don't have that. So those friendlies, I know that. Yeah. Those friendlies you were talking about, they contribute about 25% to the overall revenue of the U.S. Soccer Federation. Oh, they do? Yeah. And then That's what are the – 25% of the revenue. The, the other 50, 50 to almost 60% is generated from ad revenue and sponsorships. Okay. And that has increased since 2015 when the women won right. the, the title. I, Men's, you know, according to this, the women uh, from 2016 to 2018, the women's games, including the World Cup, right. generated about $900,000 more revenue than the men's games. In America, in the United no, States. No, no, no. Total? Over to the Federation. To the, to to the United to, States. 
to the U.S. To, Soccer Federation, right. which is what pays the women. Right. So that's where the pool that's of money comes from. Complaining. So that's what that's where the the but that's where of the complaint that comes. Pool from. of money comes from, mm-hmm. and that there's an argument. But when you start getting into World Cup performance and things like that, sure, that's a, that, those are apples and oranges. And that's yeah, totally. And that's where you have to how they get that. paid is from the U.S. Soccer Federation. Because you can get you can pick out all your little okay this this and this and then find your answers and then say oh yeah other than this giant behemoth that creates the the real money stream that comes in from FIFA and all the other stuff. Right. It's just not. So that's a thing. why I got to believe. I mean, a I'm little sure bit the women do better with talking. ratings. I'm sure of it because it's a Absolutely. better game. Absolutely, they've gone farther than in oh, the world. No, no. The what, what we're talking, what what I think you're you're talking about, and what they're talking about is they get paid by the U.S. Soccer Federation. Right. So do the men. Right. And they're talking about over the past five years, they've actually generated more more revenue, revenue. because of and their sponsorships Again. overall are more revenue. But hold on, they. You're right because when you get to World Cup, that's FIFA. Yeah, FIFA doesn't pay them unless they win, and they well, they won. get paid to be part of it. They they get they get entrance fees and all that. But if yeah. you if you're not a top team, you're not making the kind of money that they need to. Because to pay the thing the I saw yesterday, she's got to be there. I mean, I don't think she's just, thirty-five million. I think there's to the a winning team. Like, the there's there's an argument, but the, the thing I saw yesterday was it's four to one on money yeah. for the men to the women in FIFA. And all of it. It's just overall. It doesn't really matter. I could break down like, okay, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, this is what I make. So it should, if, if you're just like, what's the overall pay? What do they bring in as a thing? KUPD doesn't talk about like, here's what we bring in for Fitz's show, and that's all we are. Right. So everybody should get paid the same as that. Right. You, you have to look at the overall encompassing things. I don't feel like people are doing that. Yeah, she should bitch to FIFA. This isn't a White House no, argument. No, it would be the Federation more than it would FIFA. Be the so- or not US, FIFA, you're right, the U.S. The soccer, US Federation. soccer Federation. And if they yeah. say no, then quit. Right. Well, that's the thing you should do. Start your own thing because that's how it works. But that's so the she's ap- going about that's the right apples way. to apples uh, Right, but I've seen two different things with money. There. I've seen two different things right. with money. One's FIFA and one's right. U.S. And soccer. And the U.S. soccer thing is like this is not where it all and – the, and the argument is this is not where the, all the money comes from. And evidently there – there's enough evidence there that's saying, well, you know, like, well, that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of articles on that, too, as, I, as I'm just trying to get up to speed on it. Right. No one has the true numbers because the women hired a lobby firm that went to Congress and the numbers that that lobbying firm were, were using – no one can find a basis to no where the numbers yeah, show the verification. Well, you, you, you are going to try to spin it your way. Absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. But still, if you're going to make the argument, shouldn't you stand on the actual numbers? Of course. Like that should be your first. Because otherwise you don't have one. Right. That should be your basis right. of, of argument is the actual numbers. There's the rub. Right. But it just drives We've, me. Uh, we talked about that last yeah, year, too. The 15 year old boys. Michael Higgins just sent that yeah. over. The 15 year old boys team that beat the U.S. women's national team in a scrimmage. And they say, "Oh, we weren't trying." Well, why? Why did you scrimmage them if you're going to? And they beat them like five to two. Jeez, they hammered them. That, okay, but again, it comes down to it. Doesn't matter. Here's the revenue. Sure. And if there is, there's a disparity around, because right. it's it, it it has happened in the past. Sure, it has. And so, but the disparity that there, it seems like you're you're cherry picking the moments to say, okay, we get the exact same. Yeah, like, well, that, that's not a hundred percent. And of I know the story. you're the same way. I know you you'd be with them if there. Hey, there's a case here. Sure, absolutely. But if you're basing upon the other stuff, let's it's, say, and it's, it's also, it was, look, it's it's also was, the relevancy. Most recently, they've done well. 
Right. You start paying them equally, and then the men start doing well in five years. Are, is that going to swing right. back the other way? Here's the other thing. Right. If it was as cut and dry as what you said. It's said, not even equal. And that's not what you're saying. If it was right. as cut and dry as that, exactly. there'd be no argument. Exactly. No, yeah. Then, exactly. then there'd be some evil overlord. There's, exactly. There's so much more to it. And every story that I see, it's like, we made this and we did that. I'm like, yeah, if it was that easy, nobody's going to fight you. Right. Because right. there's revenue coming to the people right. that would be fighting you. Right. That no, was all I was trying to say is point percentage. out the revenue numbers. Right. Everybody revenue. keeps acting like they can find them all. Well, they get this much more. Yeah, but if that was true, then the people who are actually holding them back would make more money. Right. The U.S. They'd Soccer win. Federation right. would be sitting on a pile of cash. Right. Exactly. And, and that just drives and me nuts. We are this talking about garbage. something that has never been crooked before. Soccer? Soccer. <laughs> the exactly right. 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 The, uh, the World the, Cup? Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But I don't see it as crooked. I see if you if you can sit back and say here's a, a basic argument, we brought in more money, we get paid less. Period. No one would fight you. Nobody's that hell bent against women making money at all. I don't think. If they are, they're going to get busted doing it. And she's screaming out about something that doesn't exist. She just wants to get a better job. You took the job knowing. Quit. Just bring in. Just start Sepp, your own thing. Set bladder to sell this whole dispute. Hey, remember when they did that after 2000? They're like, we're on fire. Women's soccer is the most amazing in the world. And they started their league and it failed in less than a year because nobody cared. It, it had a solid year. And they were mad. Second year. Mm, it didn't really have a solid year. It had a curiosity oh, they were, factor. They, they, they didn't a make any year money. of parading. Was that like the XFL? Same it was. Thing. Exactly. I mean, you know. Exactly. It, that's exactly it, doing the same job. But they went out there and then they started to blame the fact that nobody supported them. Because they couldn't get any advertising. You, you didn't have a business anybody wanted to put money into. It's, it's as simple as that. We, we get so beat that's up. Their with, heart, that's the hardest. But everybody's effort. a victim. We're victimized. We are, nobody's watching us because we're women. No. Nobody's watching you because there's not a lot of interest in it. Until you start getting tribal with there United every, States versus China. There is China. every four years. Yeah. We care about it yeah. then. That's the tough part. And you it's know what we care friendly, about? Friendlies and is a lot stronger. In the we don't care at all in the United States about soccer on the regular, and I know soccer fans will get mad, until there's a USA stamp on the shirt. Mm-hmm. Period. There are people who the big audience. The rising and what they do are great, but what do they fine. get, 4,000 people? Look, there's people who like it. Columbus That's Crew fine. sells out games. It's man. a there we Seattle go. Sounders. <laughs> there sell we go. Games. Portland, the Timbers. There are, it's there a big are deal. like four teams in there the There are Nationals. fans. Yeah. If there was massive interest in it, it would have a dedicated right. day on television. Right. There'd be revenue. Right. They can't sell the product. And it isn't because it's women or anything else. We don't care about the Portland Timbers versus the Seattle Sounders. Across the board, there isn't enough to invest. And that's men's soccer. So they can bitch and cry that the Europeans make a ton of money. Oh, we're doing the same job with our professional. You can't. No. It's not the same thing. So shut up. I hate this argument. It drives me bananas. Because next thing you know, Brett's like, I'm talking to a stick just like John does, and he's going to start asking for money, and then he doesn't deserve it. He's terrible. No, I just, it's just, it, it drives me nuts because the, the basic facts are if you had a product we cared about that wasn't tribal United States versus another country, because the only time we're interested is when USA's on your shirt. When Megan Rapino plays for the Orlando Girl Thugs, I don't know what the names of the teams right. are, no one watches it. You ready for a storm cloud? Here we go. Get off your tampon. <laughs> See, nobody likes to talk about women. Get off your tampon and play music. I'm out. And be out. You should be, and Megan Rapino should learn from you. You don't like something? Quit. Leave it. Start something new. If you've got so much support and so much backing, then you've got investors. Start your own league. So let me get this right. 
Megan Rapinoe wants socialism. Yes. Period. <laughs> Fact. And I wonder what Biden would do if the men's team went in there and said, you know what, we're doing pretty good too. We'd like to talk to you about maybe some, yeah, best soccer team in the world. Like He wouldn't go, you guys stink compared to the girls. Now hold on, John. I'm kind of with Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. My crappy band doesn't make as much money as <laughs> Slipknot. I want to talk about the equal pay disparity. Bill Maher just did a great thing on that was Sunday awesome. about how about bands about bands that was perfect. Where he basically said that there was a, a Rolling Stone article that said there's a disparity in the streaming, right? In the streaming, on the top one percent of bands still make most of the money, and now there's on average what was it forty thousand downloads yeah. a month of yeah. new bands into the internet, and they can't get any time. Because yeah. record and and he said, "Wow, oh, it was a crazier number than that." Yeah. There are so many new songs added to the internet every day. Like every day. And Bill Maher was like, "Wait a minute! Before the internet, the top six percent of of music acts made all the money, mm-hmm. and the rest didn't." And he goes, "And with the invention of the internet, where everybody can get your stuff, you don't even have somebody in still between stopping you. Still, the top." <laughs> Two or three percent are making – so the good bands almost always <laughs> right. succeed and all the crappy ones can't get attention right. no matter what the platform. Right. And they're bitching that like, no, we need more. Like the record companies need to pay more attention or we need more for our downloads because it's just not fair that Pearl Jam can get so much money off of their songs. And we are unknown, but we're all over the internet. How come nobody's doing Because you stink. The gatekeeper – we need gatekeepers back. Yes. We need gatekeepers to tell people, nope, you're no good. Can't be, you can't do it. You can go put it on the internet. You're going to make any money doing this. But everybody's so special and, and privileged and all this. Just basically F your feelings. F your feelings That's, needs to come yeah. back. You're 100% right. Sorry about that. Your band's terrible. They used to tell bands that. Yeah. We used to, back in the early 90s. We, when we my, tell them that every, every November. Exactly. And they don't hear it. And half of them get upset. The ones that don't understand that, we've got to trudge through. Not going to please them all, but there are every year in Playdio letters that come in and go, you can't even play an instrument. It doesn't mean, even if I could play an instrument, that I'd be successful just because you learned how to do it. That's step one. It's like what they tell football players when they get drafted. You've been drafted into the NFL. This isn't the end of anything. Now you have to start earning it. You haven't gotten anywhere yet. You're just to the next level. Now the real work starts. So let me get this right, John. By by this logic, this is from Ryan Davis. Yeah. Your buddy Peter, who works at one of the top restaurants in town. Yeah. The guy that Waffle House should make the same same. as Peter. Same job, right. For bringing me my waffles. Waffle House, on the whole, brings in more money than the one-off high-end restaurant that Peter works. (laughs) So if you want to look at it, those waiters should make more. Because Waffle House is killing it. Compared to the owners of where Peter works. I don't right. even know where he works and anymore. Today, was that the Gladly last, well, the, last I knew? And today they should do uh, even better. It's International Waffle Day. Is it so, really? Yeah. Well, there's a C, and now yeah. all waiters at other places shouldn't do that. I, you know, when I go to a restaurant, I go to like Steak 44, one of those high-end places, and I look around and I'm like, why did I wait tables at Tony Roma's scrapping <laughs> for four and five bucks? Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to scratch out a minimum, <laughs> minimum. $150 tip at the end of this night. Right. For one table. For one guy. Right. One table. And, you know, he gets, I guess, split it with my expediter. And that's right. okay, fine. You're so you, got, sure. you got six tables tonight. You had a, a great night at Tony Roma's for me was 100 bucks. A great night. Like you would, like, I made triple digits. And then we'd go spend it on beer at the bar across the thing. We'd blow it because it was just such a windfall. A hundred bucks a table. And I'm like, why didn't I ever 
try to get hired at a high-end restaurant? Why did I work the, the low-end circuit? And I never once said, oh, I should get to pay the same. I shouldn't. I, I was serving $6 ribs. That's why. We weren't charging as much. The bills were lower. The tips were crap. So maybe to help make this argument and because we're talking about Playdio, some effing band, I told you guys this yesterday, has sent us some new music. And it's for you and Brett primarily. Oh. So here's here's the- a song from them. <laughs> and I want you to tell me okay. if this deserves equal pay. This is from? Some effing band. Okay. Here we go. And they won. Why did they send it? You'll get it here. Yeah. I hope it kicks in. I hope it kicks in for a minute. That's awesome. Play no, the original. It's no, it's a great <laughs> idea. It's just poorly executed. Thank you. It sounded awful. <laughs> Give me Jerry all day long. Wow. Sorry, boys. I know you sent that. Oh, and they also sent me the remastered version because they went yeah. back to the studio. Oh, and let's hear the remastered it version. It's got to be better. The oh, it is. Oh, that's the, the remastered. That's the first one. Sound like yeah. they were swimming in potatoes. That's the remaster. <laughs> It says, I'm sending these again because the studio producer, whatever you want to call him, gave us some updated versions that sound better. (laughs) (laughs) The Jerry Reed's version? Let's hear some Jerry now. Yeah. He's bounded down, loaded up, and trucking. And keep in mind, Jerry produced his on tape. (laughs) Right. And it sounds better than that. 1970, whatever. Yeah, the mid-70s. And it's going to sound a thousand times. Play them side by side. Great idea, oh, though, guys. Do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a great idea. Somebody covering that properly, hilarious. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. That effing band, not so much. <laughs> but I love the idea. And those guys are actually really funny. So that's nuts. We'll get some downloads out of that. Yeah. This ass gem right here. An American classic. He's bound to down, loaded up and truck. For reference, we going to do Jerry starts singing seven seconds in. Yeah. Yeah. You started a minute and ten. And I'm just teasing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's bound to watch old man did run. Oh, this is great. He put a pot on the pillow. Oh, man. So never mind them breaks. Yeah, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's a we got to run to make All right, right, all right. right. <laughs> we don't have, uh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> He's bound to down. <laughs> The boys are thirsty in Atlanta. <laughs> There's beer in Texarkana. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's a winner there. <laughs> See, that deserves that. equal pay. It doesn't need to be redone. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the men's team. What you did was the women. <laughs> sure, it's a great idea, and you did real well with sure. it. Sure. There you go. The first one is just... We bring some musical references yeah, to bring everything full circle. <laughs> Remastered version. Remastered. This is the one that he sent us because it sounds better. Oh, <laughs> Yikes. It's a great idea, though. I love the idea. Some effing band just texted and said, how come the Rolling Stones have so much money? We're a band, too. <laughs> Allegedly. Anyway. Why did the Beatles get all that money from iTunes? I'm on iTunes. Unfair. 
Uh, just too tired of everybody crying. You're all victims. Everybody's a victim. Watching marching around with your signs, telling everybody how come you came in. Just can't another make it. victim. There's a good. Just song another we victim. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that That's one. A good one. I'll put that on the list. It's just got to stop. Eventually, everybody's just got to go. Yep, this is what I get paid, and if I don't like it, I have to move on. This is my only option. No, it's not. You're the one screaming. That's the and thing that gets me. Nothing is your only option. No, especially when you got the notoriety and push yeah. that these people have. Shut down this crooked organization. Start naming names. We make tons more than the men's team, and we don't get paid. This guy's doing it. This guy's. Doing it. You don't have an argument. It's all fluff. Something ain't right. And I don't hear the men standing up. Right. Like that would that right. would be like, look, yeah, we get paid more, and they're better than us. The minute, yeah, take our promise. They're right. doing the right thing. Let them do their deal. Who the men? Oh, yeah, the men are saying because that. The minute someone stands up on that, then it makes them look even worse. The, 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 but if that's the case, they should look bad. And it might not be the case. That's what I'm saying. It must not be because yeah. they're not saying this person clearly hates women and is paying us less even though we're making more. Their argument is they make more. They don't. Oh, it drives me bananas. Drives me bananas. WNBA's next. They'll start crying and whining about that. Can't be done. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right. The, uh, the the wake up song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop, where everybody is equal men, women, whatever. <laughs> well, that's not that's true. Right. Not that's true not true. They have women's bikes and men's bikes. Yes, they're I know, equal. but yeah, they're, they're probably they're about the same price. No, no so, they're not. Yes, they are. No, the men's aren't bike, they? the bigger right, bikes are more expensive. Phone. And then kids' bikes are cheaper because there's less material. So Who nothing, cares about them? <laughs> I totally agree. But, it, you know, you're saying everybody's <laughs> equal. It's not true. Plus, we know everybody's not equal. Have you ridden with the Action Ride Shop oh, guys? Yeah, yeah. For God's sakes. We are the women's league like, in that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's like I've never ridden a bike before. Uh, I didn't know bikes could do the things they made the bikes It's do. insane what they do. It's embarrassing. I would never go, well, too. I ride bikes too. Not like that, I don't. All right, you changed my mind. Yeah. All right, uh, Action Ride Shop over there on Gilbert Road and uh, Southern. Check them out on Facebook at Action Ride Shop as well as on Instagram. Uh, Ghost uh, making an appearance. Pantera, it. Faith No More, Lamb of God, Eskimo Callboy, Hank 3. And then All right. Toledo just brought up that helmet and House of Pain, just another victim. Yeah. Great one, but Eskimo Callboy. We Remember them, that? I don't before, know that. Right? Yeah, yeah, we did. I don't know this song. I didn't check it out. I don't so. think it matters. So far, everything I've heard from Eskimo Callboy has been great. <laughs> when they pop up, and they they've popped up a few times. Yeah. This guy's this I guy's like pretty relentless on this one. Callboy, their videos are funny. What's the name of this one? Crystals. Crystals. Is it all cussy? I didn't even look to be honest. Yeah, well, you didn't but, think I'd go down that? No, road. I didn't. <laughs> Lyrics. Eskimo Callboy. Uh, there's an alarm going off at the head of IT right now. So what's he looking <laughs> up? I can imagine. All right. I've got the lyrics. So we can play it. All Eskimo right. Callboy. Ah, and it starts off with, put your mother effing hands in the sky. Oh, great. I'm going to do some beeping on this one. <laughs> with one hand? Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm one arm band. I need one finger for this. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> I think. We'll see. If I miss it, it'll be hilarious, though. Uh, all right. You got it ready? Um, it's all right. Eskimo Callboy. That's what we'll go with right there. That's fantastic. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so all the other stuff that went on in the world yesterday was just frustrating. Everybody's victimized. Everything's awful. We're going to cancel this. We're going to cancel that. Only thing I could think about was watching the match game. So Is it, turned- it a crisis at the border or not? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. It's a word. So yesterday, uh, I was like, I'm fed up with every time I turn on TV, Deshaun Watson's Got another lady mad at him. I can't watch sports. It's 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 tragic victim news. I can't watch news. It's tragic victim stuff. I can't watch TV because it's all about 
uh, equal this, equal that. And I just want to, I just want to be entertained, right? So I turned on old match games. Jimmy Walker, the great dynam- kid dynamite yeah. is up there. And uh, Gene Rayburn comes out, and Jimmy's up in the upper uh, uh, left side of the six people that sit at the match game. Brett Summers, the legendary middle person, and Charles Nelson Riley's there. And they said, uh, said uh, Jimmy's here. It's good to see you again, Jimmy. And he's like, good to be here, Gene. And he said, uh, now Jimmy comes from us from, and then Brett Summer goes, the ghetto. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. This is the type of relaxed, fun entertainment I'm looking for. Nobody got mad. Nobody was upset. And Jimmy started laughing. And the question that they had was, They've updated this children's classic uh, for a modern age. And so uh, Snow White is no longer going to be uh, Snow White. She's now Snow Blank. <laughs> and then Gene walked up to Jimmy, and I'm not kidding, and goes, If you missing this, there's going to be a lot of people mad. <laughs> and I'm like, Wow! Oh, God! And I'm in my chair just dying. Same show. Ghetto! And uh, Jimmy's even laughing like, yeah, that's great stuff. Snow job! (laughs) I brought up the movie Carbon Copy yesterday, Denzel Washington and George Segal who died. Somebody said, it is a great movie, but have you seen it recently? I said, I don't think I've seen it for 30 years. There's the entire crux of the plot I do not remember is he he finds out Denzel Washington's his son. And the people in his world, wife and otherwise, say that he will burn in hell if anyone finds out he had a black son. And so the whole thing gets out, you're ruined. up, you will smoke turds in hell. (laughs) That was the premise of the film, and he's and then he discovers, you know what? It's not so bad. This guy's pretty good person, and they like each other. And I don't care what they think. Yeah, it is crazy. And I didn't, I don't remember that part. I just remember laughing at how Denzel Washington said Charlie, Charlie, because he was always. I think that was George Siegel's name in the thing. Look, Charlie, Dad. It was great. But, uh, yeah, so all that stuff in the pit. But nobody was all uptight and things like that. Sure, there was terrible bigotry and some definite problems. But we were less uh, – we're so uptight Those press- pressures were real back then too. Very. <laughs> people in, you know, and they, they were rolling the, the country clubs and weren't allowed in places. Up. Yeah, it was real. It was very real. Can you imagine how evil Mel Brooks would be nowadays if he started putting out, like, History of the world, blazing saddles. Oh, just cancel, Even cancel, his baseballs cancel, had a, you know. Cancel. Questions uh, about, you know, uh, well, every time uh, Gene Rayburn has a question on Match Game, I laugh. It, it's fun to watch because it's the same, it's, it's the same country. And you're watching, you're like, this, this is insane that we're the same species that allowed this at one point and don't now because well, they were having the time of their lives. That show was hilarious. It was on four times a day. And now they're rerunning. So now, you, like what you were talking about, Brady, the WWF is going back and WWE, scrubbing yeah. all their old WWE or w, well, they're WWE, WWF back then. But this was, I, I think, this was still WWE material that they're. Yeah, you can no longer go back and watch old things. The WWE has scrubbed anything that might be currently offensive from old videos or old uh, oh, things. So, and there is one where Vince McMahon walks up to John Cena and goes, hey, what's going on, player? And he starts messing with him. How's it going in the hood? Yeah, well, how's, how's, how's it hanging in the hood? And John Cena's like, good. And then he and then he walks away and gives him a fist bump, and he goes, uh, my, he says the N-word, and walks away. And then who is the Booker, Booker T, T is standing there, and he's lady. like, did that just happen? Well, they're getting rid of it. Even though it was designed. Charmel. Yeah, it was designed to be an evil thing. Right. It it's was designed to be a bad guy thing uh, and create hatred, which it did. 
uh, between Booker T and he was going to kill Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon ended up probably losing. But you can't get that anymore. Rowdy Roddy Piper had that half blackface character. Oh, I remember that. Because he yeah. teamed up with Bad News Brown right. for WrestleMania 6. Yeah. Oh, that was man. in 1990. Yeah. So they did half blackface down his face. Yep. And he was a crazy character that was half white, half black now because he was on a black and white tag team. <laughs> and uh, he had some wacky name with that too. Uh, they're scrubbing that. Can't get that. So you can't go back on the Peacock or wherever. Oh, is that who does all their stuff? I think they have it on Peacock streaming. owns it yeah. now, yeah. So the streaming service for wrestling, they're getting rid of it all. And here I am watching the Buzzer Channel all day long with match games, just Shh. waiting for the day. Shh, don't, don't let it out there. <laughs> I know. It's, just, it's still playing. Waiting for the day that these hilarious jokes that are just crazy are allowed. Oh, we're not playing that. <laughs> oh, you can know the, the one part. But I know the one part. All right. What's up, boss? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. What's good in the hood? Just holding it down, trying to take care of business. Keep it up. I'm a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it. And now he walks yeah. right by and Booker he, T and, he and Charmel. By Booker T, who's standing right there. He did not just say yeah, that. Booker T. Tell me. <laughs> he didn't just say that. See, there's prices to pay. That's the fun part of this. The lesson is there's a price to pay. And that guy's going to kill Vince McMahon now. Can't watch that anymore. The thing is, it's never dead. It's going to be on the so, internet. So right. it's out there so right the, now. The yeah. Iron I mean, Sheik is just scrubbed from everything? All of that's gone. <laughs> He's the Pepe Le Pew of wrestling. <laughs> the gone. villains. Pepe Le Pew won't be in the new Looney Tunes movie because he's... A French rapist, which oh, I always, right even as a kid, I'm like, you this guy's taking a, a little aggressive. too far. He's, he's aggressive. I don't think I'm. I don't think this is the proper. I think they should have kept him. Show you what not to do. <laughs> that poor cat. <laughs> That's what they. Every episode, they're trying to right. coach him. <laughs> it wasn't good. Pepe Le Pew was a terrible character. Hilarious. <laughs> I, the only reason I loved Pepe Le Pew is because he was in France. So when he would walk down the street and, and do stuff, he'd be like, "Ah, the cows. Look at them." Enjoying the day. And he walks by, and then the cows would look at the camera and go, Lemu. And I'd die. As a kid, I thought that was the funniest thing in the world that they actually were French cows. So they had to lay in front of their moo. Lemu. And I think even uh, Foghorn Leghorn had a, to teach the chicken hawk because he was a little aggressive. With the ladies? Chicken hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember him being rapey. You watch different cartoons than me. Chicken hawk just wanted to. Be a I chicken. thought he wanted he was to grab the grandma the chicken used to kick his ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think he was just trying to get the ladies in line. I don't think he was trying to sleep with them. I don't remember that part. Well, what about Manny yeah, and Tom and Jerry? Oh, my God. That's I mean, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's out. And probably rightfully so. But Tom and Jerry was great, though. I never liked Tom no, and Jerry. No, I love Tom and Jerry. That's what the fun part what about itching like about Tom and Jerry? Yeah, I don't know. The violence and everything in there? Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. I was bugs. I was a Sylvester the Cat bugs. guy. Yeah, yeah, I was a Bugs guy. The... I think it was I think it was a tribal thing. I liked okay. Sylvester and his fights with his mouse, the Mises. Now Grape Ape. It was the other one. Yeah, yeah, we know. I don't remember. You Grape loved Ape. the Laugh Olympics. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of that too. I was pretty pretty much stuck on the old Bugs Bunny stuff. Yeah, I like Bugs. I didn't like Tom and Jerry. No, I, I didn't Tom like Jerry. like Chili Willie and some of the other ones either. Like, yeah, no, kind of garbage. Scooby Doo, pretty big fan. All like the, Scooby, except when Scooby Dumb showed up. Oh, Scooby well, Scrappy like, right, and Scooby Dumb was yeah. an idiot. That was terrible. Anytime they added. Scrappy, like, yeah. Scrappy was, terrible. was just terrible. Scrappy ruined everything. That was like the little kid in the Brady Bunch that showed up. Oliver. That was with Oliver, yeah. Yeah, cousin Oliver showed up. And you're like, good God, this family got more annoying. <laughs> that little tub with his stupid bowl haircut. <laughs> yeah, you can't add a kid. That's the shark jumping. Yeah. 
And that's like when Han Solo was young. It was the same as when Scrappy-Doo showed up. It was pointless. Little Flintstones. Well, the little Flintstones, there were two. There was one where all of a sudden Pebbles and Bam Bam were grown up. Got their own spinoff. And then the other one where they went back and Barney and... They they did the tiny tunes. Barney and Betty were uh, married, but they were kids. They were all still hanging out together, but they were all kids. I'm like, this isn't going to work. Young Fred? No, we don't need that. Didn't they do that with the Muppets, too? Didn't they have the Muppet Baby Babies Muppet, and all Muppet, that? Muppet yeah. Captain Ugh. Caveman and Son. Yeah. If you added and Son, it was already. Captain Caveman and Son! Um, turn it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.